and welcome back to Space Battles. I am your host, Brian. I am joined by Rebecca. Hi, I'm Rebecca. I play Eshka, the Bothan mechanic. And Chris. Hi, I play VC20, uh, the droid senator. Celia. Hi, I'm Celia, and I play. Uh, I just forgot my character's name. What's my character named? Mia. Uh, Lumia Organa, also known as Mia Solo. And uh, somebody whose name is actually difficult to remember, Victoria. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. <laughs> I play uh, Kiyama, a chiss, uh, a chiss who is uh, trying to recover her memories. Yeah, she's good at lots of things, but remembers... She's great at fighting, apparently, but mm-hmm. that's has all no she does. But has no idea why. Uh, Last we had left our intrepid heroes, or, you know, heroes at any rate, Uh, you guys had just survived a firefight largely through the force of personality of VC-20 and a well-timed shot of Arful. And you guys are now in an uneasy truce with these people, these uh, scientists on this base at Anoth, who have called you here. Um, they had alluded to some sort of uh, threatening force or uh, some manner of uh, fearful compulsion uh, under which it turns out that they may have been uh, torturing or uh, slowly murdering uh, these crystals that are alive and uh, potentially sapient. And uh, they have uh, kindly extended the use of their backed tanks uh, to Kiyama. Um, the rest of you, while she is um, submerged in a very strange hot tub, basically, may uh, you guys can explore further the uh, mysteries that have been set up previously. I'll just say, oh, I'll just say, I appreciate the backed uh, greatly. I feel much better. Okay, um, you poke your head up above the tank. And mur- mutter something because you you have the uh, mask on. Um, <laughs> the so scuba you, gear. <laughs> yeah, you, you, so you have the the seventies scuba gear on your face, and you come up above the water and sort of shout, mumble something. <laughs> and uh, Aramie, the uh, woman science, the uh, human woman scientist who uh, is in charge of the station, gives you like a weak smile and a thumbs up. <laughs> and I thumbs up in return and then go back under <laughs> okay so to um to be clear you guys have not discovered why they have been doing the things that they've been doing um nor have you uh discovered what um the source of their fear was uh any number of things vc20 had sort of put together that they called you here for help um and thif the uh the male with the cybernetic hand um, had sort of backed down, uh, lost his nerve at the last moment. They're countermanding someone or something by having you here, by having invited you here. Uh, but you have not put any of those pieces together yet. I think that Mia's just going to look around the room, especially because last time she like had sort of found some stuff. And she's mm-hmm. just like, what's going on? Like, just sort of demands it. All right. Thif... Um is glaring around the room it's i mean it's you don't even need a role to tell that he's as much ashamed um as he is scared and uh consequently angry uh but Aramie is uh wringing her hands nervously even the weak smile that she gave kiyama is gone she says we uh we had someone arrive uh a few months back who well th- th- 
she, they, uh, they disrupted our experiments, I guess you might say. She, uh, gave us a new direction and she looks, uh, uncomfortably over at the, uh, tank with, uh, Kiyama's pet rock inside that has the, uh, electrical current surging through it. What was that direction? She's silent for a few moments and then she says, we, we had to see how long we could keep them alive without really feeding them. They feed in um, surges, basically. They, they've adapted to the, the, the lightning in the atmosphere between the, two, between the two planetoid pieces. And so we were feeding them like that. We, were tr- you know, we would try to replicate the lightning as best we could. And when we realized we couldn't, we, just, we were studying them in the field. But we haven't been out to the plates in months other than to um, drop off samples, basically. Every time she walks over to the to the tank and she points and at, at the specifically at the like the large metallic flecks inside the blue crystals. She says they the flecks are what happens when they start dying. And when 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 they go all the way gray, that's when we take them over back to the planet. And I don't I don't know what she does with them, but if you know, if, if we don't give her them, she, she knows. Yeah. Who is she? We don't know. She's um powerful woman. She's a um she's a Twilight. I she has a mask. I we we've never seen her face, but she she came through and those of us that she couldn't control directly, she threatened and she killed a few and um eh. You can go find her if you want. We'll believe and help you, but I, we can't. We, we can't go there with you. She's. I. I don't want to see her again. I'm gonna sort of look around and specifically look at VC twenty, who is technically in charge. Um, and she's gonna look and just say, like, "What do we do, Senator?" I think we should certainly track down this person who has been oppressing you. But I hope that you understand that this doesn't necessarily mean that you are innocent either. She nods, uh, sort of numbly, and um, he, there is a, a clank and a crash uh, from up the ramp. Uh, you can see that Thif has uh, punched the plasteel railing with his cybernetic hand, uh, and he's stalking off. And I think Mia's just going to shout after him because she's bitter. Um, like, I don't know what you were expecting. Uh, he doesn't respond. He, from your vantage point down on the ground, he's out of sight, and he he says nothing back. You're, for a few moments, your words hang in the air, and uh, then Aramie nervously brings a pad out of her um out of the folds of her scientist coat, her lab coat. Those are the words I'm looking for, and she says these are the directions to the 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 landing point on the planet we we, we use these um to to get over there but it, i've found i think i know where she's holed up actually on the planet i could maybe i i, I could try and get you in a little closer but it would be dangerous the only the only ship that you'd want to fly in there would be our runabout your 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 ship is it's it's very nice, Senator. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's too large. the The plates are so close together in some spots. You might need to fly something smaller, especially if you're gonna get into um. Well, there, there's seismographic readings, and there's a large hollow, like an underground structure. I think that's where she's 
where, where she's hidden. And, and she gives um, the pad over to you, VC20. Thank you. Does the person that you are afraid of have any means of knowing that you have provided us with this information? I, that is to I, say, are you safe here, or do you need to be evacuated? If, if you go over there, she'll know. She doesn't always know what we do here, um, but she can always tell when people are lying, and sometimes she'll uh, visit in our dreams. So... You know, if we, tr- we, we we tried to hide a few crystals in the past, you know, put them back on the planet instead of starving them out, but she found out. Um, I, I I think if if you go over there, she'll know, but it, they, she wouldn't necessarily know that you've been here. And I think Mia's going to sort of step closer to VC20 and just sort of whisper quietly or say quietly, like, that sounds like a force user, sir. Understood. Um. So, like, kind of out of character, I guess what I'm wondering is whether it would make sense to take some of these people on board my ship while we use their little runner, like maybe have one of the Wookiees uh, guard them. Yeah. Um, no, that would, uh, that could absolutely make sense. Um, she explains that there's about two dozen people still here that uh, uh, didn't manage to flee or uh, haven't been killed um, you could fit, you know, if people were double bunking, you could fit that many people on the parry, for sure. Um, I will extend that offer. Uh, she gladly, she says, yes, please, we, um, the, the, the runabout isn't, isn't hyperdrive capable, but it, it's the only ship that we have left. Everyone else either fled as soon as she got here or she destroyed the other ships. All of us, we've, we've been stranded here. So it, if we could get out, I I would appreciate it. We, we'd all be in your debt. And how would we safely transport the surviving crystals back to their home? There's a container in the runabout. The crystal you see over there is the only crystal we have right now. Uh, if, if you leave within the next day or two, it could still be salvaged. So, uh, yes, I will present this plan to the rest of the crew. Um let these people on board the ship, guarded by Wookiees, while okay. we go um, talk to the person that's been uh, forcing them to do all this and try to return the crystals. All right, uh, Aramie asks who, um, if you have like a like a pilot and or a mechanic. She mentions that the runabout is running a little rough. And uh, Mia steps forward and she says, "I'm the pilot," and then she points to Ashka. Uh, she's a mechanic. And Eshka's eyes will light up. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> it needs uh, to get better. <laughs> <laughs> There's a stick machine. Okay, uh, so VC20, uh, you and the Wookiees are going to coordinate evacuations. That'll uh, probably take an hour or so, maybe two hours to get everyone on board the Perry and settled in. Uh, so, Eshka, you have two hours to uh, fix or move the runabout, and Mia, you have two hours to get used to the controls. So I'm going to have two separate rolls, uh, one for each of those actions. Um, we'll, we will start with... Let's start with Eshka. Let's see. Eshka, give me a mechanics roll, please. And the difficulty is going to be different for your role, Mia. So just hang on for a second. Uh, I have rolled. Yes, you have. Okay, so with one success, you you get the ship 
functional again. Um, you you pop open the hood. It is a small uh, four person craft. Um, you could maybe fit five people, depending on how tightly you cram them into the back seat. Um, all of the piloting is done by one person. There's a chair next to them. There is no weapon systems attached to this contraption. Uh, there is, however, an extensive cargo section, uh, but it does not look like it is made what we'll call void safe. Uh, it's not necessarily airtight back there. Um, so okay. you work for two hours, um, getting the engine back in order, um, replacing the space carburetor, the sparburator. And you also manage to get the cargo hatch uh, void safe. Um, so if you need to, you could potentially transport as many as eight other people in the cargo hold. It would not be comfortable because uh, there's no seating and they wouldn't be strapped in. So you'd have to be careful about the turns you take. And there's no artificial gravity back there. Uh, things just get bolted down. But you could transport them. Sweet. I love being good at my job. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm just going to have Mia make a piloting check to see how quickly she can acclimate to the controls since she has a little extra time. Space? Yes, please. Does it matter which one? Yeah, piloting space, please. And the dices are ready? Mm-hmm. The dices are ready. Okay. Um, so it's definitely a ship. You have achieved neither any failures nor any successes. Um, so that is, technically speaking, a failure. Um, so all that that means in this circumstance, because you're trying to basically read up and get an advantage, uh, is that you've yielded no advantage. You take a cursory pass at it, you look at it for 10 minutes and go, yep, it's definitely a spaceship, and then you fuck off and do middle child shit for an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, I definitely am Han soloing it up, like, yeah, I know how to fly. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Like you're sitting in the cockpit being like, hey, cat lady, when are you going to yeah. finish with the space carburetor? You almost done you down help? there? Oh, that's actually a fun scene. Maybe you spend an hour and 45 <laughs> minutes making yourself at least a little useful and passing wrenches to Eshka. Yeah. That would be nice. Uh, VC20, I just need you uh, to make me a leadership role to get everybody onto the ship. Okay. Uh, you knock that out of the park. Everybody in the station is extremely grateful. Um, Arful and Buka are both upset uh, at having to leave your side again, especially considering what's happened. Um, but they understand the necessity of making sure that these people who are under your protection are remaining safe. They know that they know that that kind of thing uh, means as much to you as your own life. Also, leaving just like twenty strangers on my ship while we. Just screw around and do whatever. Doesn't really seem like the best idea. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to come back and find that all of the rose gold, fi uh, rose gold finishing on the parry is stripped off. If the parry is still there at all, right? <laughs> Although maybe we could just take the keys. I don't know how ships work. We'll say that you have the keys. Effectively, um, I. That is a good point. I'm thinking about all the times I've seen them start up a spaceship in. Star Wars and suddenly realizing that spaceships in the Star Wars universe are less secure than cars in our universe. There's no keys, there's rarely any locks, people just like wander onto spaceships and hit the power button. This is true, and I don't like thinking about it. 
Yeah, that that's no good. We'll see. And like that's the- that's how my dad got half his ships, though. It's just like it's sort of if you're gonna play the game, you got to play the game, man. Like you know, if you want yeah. a ship, you either take it or you run the risk of losing it. So you better be flying, you know. Or it's like you know, you actually invest in a decent like <laughs> code security. or like yeah, security system. <laughs> you, you you put your space club over the steering wheel. <laughs> Okay. Exactly. Um, so here's what we will do. Uh, one last thing: a mechanic that it is high time that we uh, introduce to the campaign uh, is what's called force points. And the way that force points work is that at the beginning of each session, uh, each player rolls one force die, and they generate a certain number of light side points, which they can use, or dark side points, which are for me the GM. Uh, I have been slow rolling a lot of mechanics to get everybody into the system slowly, and this is sort of the final mechanic uh, that I would like to see introduced to make the game altogether and complete. Uh, So I have uh, on my sheet the appropriate force dice, so to prevent you guys from needing to worry about it... um, I will roll for us. And so what that means is that there are two light side points, two force points that you guys have access to, and two force points that I have access to. Um, So their main functions are pay for a talent that uh, requires a destiny point investiture, uh, upgrade a die, use a force power if that ever becomes something able to do. Those are the main functions of your destiny points. When I, the GM, use a point... Uh, to make your lives worse and harder, uh, you guys then get a point um, to, in turn, make my life worse and harder. Does all of this sound fairly straightforward so far? We use our points. You don't get a point, though, right? Yes. Uh, when you guys use a point, the point just dissipates. That's sort of the economy of it. Cool. Everybody good with all that? Sure. Yep. All right. Yep. yep. So with the, with the refugees on the parry and the runabout fixed up, uh, are you guys ready to get into the runabout and follow Aramis' directions as she has laid out in the pad? Am, is my back to soak finished? Yeah, your back to soak's finished. Uh, you've cool. been slowly turning into a back to raisin over the last few hours, but you have uh, regained your hit points. Sweet. Back to jacuzzi. So am I, I, you said last game 16, so that's what I ha- I'm at. Mm-hmm. So, okay, awesome. All right, so... Especially with this session, um, I'm going to start getting the rules a little bit more to where they should be. I've been pretty generous so far, but um, one of the things that you guys should definitely start tracking is whenever I ask you to spend strain, um, that is one of the primary outcomes of threat being generated. Um, So if, for instance, you roll something that is a success, uh, but there is threat on it, um, I am going to cease acquiring abstract doom and nailing you with it later because now I have dark side destiny points to do that. Uh, (laughs) Instead, I am going to start causing you strain, which is the main effect of threatened situations like that, which is to say you succeed, but you have to try really hard and it tires you out mentally. Um, Dress. Yes. Similarly, (laughs) when you guys gain advantage, uh, you should generally... Unless you have something to do with it, like turn it into a critical hit 
uh, or things of that nature, uh, you should generally take that advantage and regain strain with it. That is the one of the main functions of advantage, um, outside combat especially. Uh, it is representative of how good you feel about how you, um, you know, if Eshka had generated um, some advantage on her mechanics role, she could have regained some strain because she feels like she did a really good job and her strain comes back. That is, you know, a simplification of what it can be, but that is a use of it that you guys should definitely remember to explore because I'm going to start taxing you strain as threat arises. Uh, the last thing I want to say, not to give away the game too much, is that you absolutely should remember your soak score because I'm going to do damage to you and you should not take all of that damage. You should take whatever I say minus your soak score. Good to know. That's yep. really good to know. <laughs> yes. That is what it does. It keeps you alive. Excellent. Hurrah. All right. I was just going to say, a little intimidated after we got all of this like pep talk, and now it's like, okay, go into super dangerous planet. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So you get your you get you get buckled snugly into the back seat of my rules mobile, and uh, you all get into it's janky. Um, remember those uh, like land speeders that Luke flew in um, episode five? Yes. It is very similar to that, um, but with a like a long, almost like bed of a truck uh, or like a semi truck trailer behind it. Uh, it is a trapezoidal cabin uh, with, that four, perhaps five people could cram into with uh, butterfly style doors on the side that ha uh, can't see behind itself because of its uh, stupidly large cargo area that is perhaps three times its own size, three times the size of the cab. And Mia, you are you ready to fly everyone to Anoth? Or yeah, I guess the I, ship. I guess the dueling planet shards of Anoth. Yeah, nailed it. Let's go, kids. All right. Feeling Every cocky. Okay, don't get cocky, kid. <laughs> Don't get cocky, uh, kid. Mia is in the pilot seat. Uh, who's sitting up front next to her? Just uh, out of curiosity. I Kiyama probably will because she doesn't know what's really happening. She just got out of her back to bath and is like, we're, we're going? Okay. And just like kind of like following where we're going. Okay. She's still in lost puppy phase of not knowing what the hell's going on. And, sure. and Mia's just going to sort of nod and smile at her encouragingly and just be like, yeah, it's going to be an adventure. We're going there. Yep. Eshka is being cool. a gremlin off in a nook somewhere. Okay. <laughs> I love her. Uh, I do too. You, I so DC20, you have what seems like the whole backseat to yourself because Eshka is inexplicably uh, underneath the bench seat in the back. Being a cat. Yeah. I'm looking at stuff. Eshka, You're so tiny, though. You'll you'll fit perfectly. It's true. Eshka, I'm very compactable. Eshka, you find uh, five extra space bolts underneath the back seat of that spaceship. Ooh, you never know when space bolts will come in handy. It's true. Mia, can you give me a piloting space, please? Ooh. Okay. Good goddamn. Mm-hmm. Told you I had it. So you have generated five successes. Sure have. Uh, you have also generated two threat. Um, that is shocking and tremendous. Uh, so I am going to charge you the two strain, as we discussed. Um, 
your flight over there is incredibly rough and difficult, but you remember all of the times that you flew with your dad, all of the uh, tricks that he uh, showed you. And as you're, as you're flying, you, you know, you realize probably not for the first time that a lot of the time when he would go flying, um, when he would take you flying, it would be after, uh, Ronus had written home or after Anakin had done something, uh, precociously Padawan-esque, uh, essentially to give you, you know, self-confidence and your own set of skills that you could have all for yourself, um, not being gifted with the same force powers that your brothers have. And you're flying almost unconsciously, uh, like silently, serenely, kind of remembering some of these nice times as you send the the runabout into spirals, loop-the-loops, and all things of that nature, ducking and diving through the, the, the shattered pieces of Anoth that clamp down on you over and over like a set of gnashing jaws in between which dance you know long miles long strands of branching green electricity that burn through the poisonous methane atmosphere outside uh for the other three people in the cabin this is terrifying um (laughs) mia is sitting serenely in the pilot seat um it doesn't like she's got a thousand yard stare on she's just sort of blankly smiling kiyama can you please? I would like it if you made me a vigilance, Kiyama. Okay. And as I'm watching this, it's just the, mm. I have a bad feeling about this, the classic Star Wars. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so you're also going to take a point of strain, but uh, you you do have a bad feeling about this. It's tremendously bad um, because, you know, you're looking at uh, a, a green lightning hell outside you are being taken through this green lightning hell at breakneck speed by a a teenage girl who looks like she's only half paying attention. But you also (laughs) realize that there's something else. You know, you, you feel this sinking twist in the pit of your stomach. And at first you just think, well, sure, I've been upside down more often than I've been right side up in the past, you know, 10 minutes. And... Also, there's lightning outside and magma, and maybe this planet will collapse in on itself. Like, of course, I have a stomachache. But you realize it's something else, something earlier. Like, it's not just that this planet is hellish and dangerous and in two pieces that will eat you at any moment and occupied by maybe sentient rocks and no one else. It's that there's someone or something here that hates you intrinsically. You feel it in your gut. Just hate roiling off of this planet. Unbelievable waves. We need to drop off this rock and then get out of here very, very quickly. And I say that out loud to the cabin. Just as a... VC20 and Eshka, can you both make me uh, perception tests, please? Um, because it's also very loud in this cabin, even though Mia's sort of wrapped up in uh, you know, her flow state dream world. Uh, so VC20 and Eshka, you both hear uh, Kiyama, and she sounds it's, it's she sounds afraid. This is the first time you've heard her express actual legitimate fear, not just apprehension or you know irritation. Uh, the the strong blue lady is afraid. 
Uh, Mia, you do not notice this because, again, you're, you know, piloting this ship at a million miles per hour through colliding pieces of planet. Eshka will, like, pop her head up from under the bench and uh, at Kiyama and just kind of say, yeah, pretty wild piloting, huh? Don't worry. I think she knows what she's doing. Maybe. We'll find out. <laughs> it's not the planet. There's someone here, and we we should not stay. Do I get the feeling that they that I am like being seen, or that I am like sensing something? You're sensing something. It's it's okay. It's almost like you've you, almost like if you were cooking and you brushed the back of your hand against a super hot pot. Uh, okay. You you you. It's it's like an instinctual emotional jerking away. You don't want to be here, and for whatever reason, these lunatics are holding their hands against this insanely hot pot. Great. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and as you realize, as, as Eshka tries to comfort you, uh, Mia, you're here. You've arrived. Uh, it's, it's taken maybe 15, 20 seconds. This roundabout's really fast. Yeah. Uh, for the rest of you, uh, it took close to 20 minutes. Eshka has, or not Eshka, uh, Mia has just been in sort of a strange, uh, faraway trance this whole time. Mm -hmm. And with that, uh, there are uh, breathers. Um, there's essentially uh, masks underneath the seats. Uh, Eshka, that is the other thing that you have found. And we are going to switch to the planetary view. Oh, yay. How many breathers are there? Uh, there are four in the in okay. the. I suppose you don't need one, huh? Oh, no, I was going to say that if there are enough, I am definitely wearing one. Okay. <laughs> but, but if there are not enough, then obviously the uh, organics have a first run on them. I have priority. Uh, so... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so much. Uh, so VC20 emerges from the, from the runabout wearing a, uh, wearing a breather. Everyone should be able to see at least their tokens down in the bottom left corner. Uh, yes. I, I don't know I... if you will be able to see uh, anything yes. else. All right, so this was actually going to be a rather prolonged sequence, um, but with five successes on Mia's piloting check, she's able to find a hollow in which uh, she's able to set you guys down um, very very close to the set of coordinates that Aramie gave you for where she thinks the underground structure starts. Eshka, could you give me an underworld, please? Underworld? <clears throat> You're sort of surreptitiously finding things, which uh -huh. strikes me as an underworld skill. Where is this? There it is. All right. Um, you feel good and confident about the fact that... Uh, you have looked so hard, uh, but there aren't any sources of light inside the runabout that you, you guys are going to have to sort of plunge on through the dark unless anybody is able to provide light. Um, Ooh, did I get a glow rod? I think I might have had one. Hang on. That's what I'm checking, too. <laughs> Where's my item inventory? I might have just decided, no, I have someone else will have that. Uh, I didn't. Neither did I. I. Droids have doesn't. glowing eyes. Yeah, droids do have glowing eyes. VC20 going to turn on his eyes? <laughs> yeah, if, to the extent that it is possible to do so. Let's see. Uh, here's here's an interesting compromise. Uh, Eshka, you could probably help VC20 overclock his eyes. Ooh, sure. 
Um, if, if VC20, if he's willing, yeah. Um, talk, you would have to talk to VC20 about that. Um, like make them brighter, basically. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so when he, you know, turns on his glowing eyes, you know, I'll kind of see that, you know, they, they help a little, but you know, it could be better. It could always be better. Everything could always be better. Um, so I'll say, you know, if you give me a few minutes, I could probably crank those up for you. Um, so would I roll computers to, like, intuit how dangerous this would be for me? Yeah, that, uh, that, that sounds right to me. Go ahead and give me a computers roll. Okay. It shouldn't be too dangerous. You've seen her work before. She's a she's a competent mechanic. Um, you know, you're a little nervous about having her, you know, given that she used to cheat at poker, um, it's maybe a little nerve-wracking to have her poking around in your head, but uh, you know that intrinsically um, there's nothing dangerous about what she's proposing to do. Um, I will leave that on the table, but maybe we should check if the ship we came on has flashlights first. Okay. Probably a smart idea. <laughs> All right. Um, Eshka, you have already checked with your skill set. Um, VC20, Mia, and uh, Le uh, Kiyama, you can all check. Uh, you can use perception to try and look for things inside of the cab here. It's a little more difficult. You said perception? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, so, for whatever reason, this is a sort of a stressful procedure. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tax uh, both Mia and Kiyama. You guys are bumbling about in the dark, uh, frustrated. You're also a little worried about how long these breathers are gonna last. Uh, but you do t find two glow rods in the back there. Okay. Awesome. And I'm yeah. <laughs> Kiyama is definitely stressed for many reasons. <laughs> She's like, I want to get off this planet right now. Let's take this stupid rock, my rock friend, and get him away. All right, so with that established, I would like uh, the four of you to make survivals. That is the wrong question. Hold off for one second so I can make sure somebody just... Sorry, I, I started rolling before you said to hold oh, off. Oh, no, you got, a fail you got a failure and a threat. You don't have to apologize for anything. <laughs> All right, um... That is going to be the difficulty to make it across this, you know, blasted moonscape with lightning everywhere. Uh, you also need, you do need to move quickly. Okay. Uh, so I am going to tax all of you one strain uh, as you bumble around in the dark. Uh, thankfully, you're close, but you realize that uh, I'm, I'm moving you all as a unit so you can appreciate uh, this oh, backdrop. You. Uh, you move towards the light, which corresponds to the coordinates that Mia has on the pad that Aramie gave her. And you see a giant steel door, probably 25 feet across, uh, 25 feet high, shaped almost like uh, an ancient portcullis, like a, like a door built into a castle. Uh, however, as you approach it, um, a strike of lightning hits this patch of crystals right here. Uh, I would like it. Everyone could give me an athletics roll uh, to duck and dodge as the, the earth is chewed up and, you know, these crystals are fed through this massive surge of electricity. All right, so VC20, you are thrown clear, but you are banged up. Your rose gold trim is uh, tarnished and a little bit scratched. Uh, Lumia, you are going to take... Uh, 
four points of damage. Uh, please don't forget to soak that. Um, Eshka, you are going to take five points of damage. Uh, also, don't forget to soak that, please. And let's use your soak first, and then it goes to wounds? Yes. Um, so okay. your, your soak is, is um, like a, just every hit that you take, um, you subtract your soak from right, the amount right, that I okay. say. All right, that could have been worse, but it's sure not great. Right, so you're moving over this lunar landscape. Uh, I, I need to stop implying that it's a moon because it's like half planet. Uh, you're moving over this blasted half terrestrial landscape uh, when the green bolt of lightning strikes. And in its wake, as you know, dust and gravel clears from the air, you can see... Uh, in these crystals are now glowing, uh, a bright, healthy sky blue, vivid against the ashen gray stone of Anoth and the black void that extends in a strip horizon between minutes. Are you sure we can't drop off this rock here and just be done with it? We came here to find the person responsible. We did? I was, oh, <laughs> I was in the path for that. <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were also here to drop off the rock. I imagine that's what you were more focused on. Just in the bath, thinking about your rock friend. I mean, I, 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 I don't agree with going to find someone who apparently. What are they? What do they want again? Like, really sure about that. And okay, all right. Kiyama is very unsettled by all of this. Like, she is because. Again, she was in the bath. She missed a few things. And all she knows is that there's this a presence here that just hates her and is... Yes. It is also 100% beyond that steel door. <laughs> She's and like I think a... I think that um, Mia's going to sort of clap her on the shoulder and just be like, it'll be okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> she just kind of stares kind of blankly at this optimistic... You know, not teenager. I know you're not... You're younger than she is, but not by that. Just as like, what is going on technically like, a teenager i'm 19 like i'm i'm a i'm 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 a senior teenager but i'm a teenager all the same i'm an adult woman <laughs> there's like a lot of optimism in this group and she is not used to it <laughs> uh, so like how is the door secured or is it secured um there is a pad right here um just like a control pad uh, and we are confident that the person we are looking for is beyond this door? Um, it, it conforms the coordinates that Mia's been given. Uh, you don't have, uh, since you are sans guts, VC20, uh, you don't have the same gut feeling that Kiyama does. Despite the fact that lightning struck over here, Kiyama's going to go stand by the rocks. They seem safer. <laughs> okay. A bold question. Or a, a, a bold choice, but I support it. Um, anytime my players willingly get close to where they can get hit by lightning, I'm all about it. Um, I'm going to talk to the pin pad and see if it wants to open for us. Sure. Yeah. yeah in with, the Star uh, Wars What's that? I was just saying, in the Star Wars universe, it's kind of hard to tell which machines are going to be sapient. So I think VC20 assumes sapient until it is proven otherwise. That's so we're going to talk to a bunch of buttons. That's one of the charming things about VC20 in my mind. But also R2-D2 is a able to open a lot of doors by apparently talking to them. So like, I say you go for it. Yeah. It's it's sort of 
Like, VC-20 believes in a strangely magical world for a droid. Just assumes that everything has, like, its own personality and sapience. It's really beautiful, I have yeah. to say. Yeah. It's it's almost almost like uh, like robot animism. I was going to say, it. it's very touching. Uh, so, VC-20 approaches, uh, you approach the pad, and the door says, oh boy, <laughs> you're, you're about to make friends with another door. Um <laughs> Uh, Can we the, take it with us? The 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 door says hello. 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 <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, this is all in binary for uh, people watching. Um, VC twenty is uh, going up and um, essentially uh, chirping at the store a little bit. Speak binary. I will um, listen in. Okay, uh, Eshka, you hear the door say hello. Cool. I guess I will ask the door what is on the other side. At least one other door. <laughs> Could you be persuaded to let us pass? You're not persuaded. Do I pass? That would be delightful. Okay. And the door opens, and there is like a, a, a rush of breathable air that pushes back the noxious green atmosphere of Anoth. And within, uh, you can see that uh, it, le- it leads to a small chamber that is presumably an airlock. Uh, that, that sure is an airlock. Finger guns. Um, but this is a slope over here and uh, a further slope down that ends right there. Um, so it's almost like a protrusion that is about 30 feet high. You guys are, in essence, going into what looks like an in, uh, like a artificially opened up cave. Uh, so you lead the way and uh, VC-20, you hear the door say, Okay, I'm going to close now. And it closes behind Kiyama. There is a pumping sound, and the biologicals can hear uh, or feel the pressure change in their inner ear. And the inner door opens up. The interior of the air, once the interior of the airlock opens up, uh, you see uh, effectively an elevator shaft. It's just, it's a lift. Uh, but it only has a single button. Pressing the button, which I guess I assumed you guys would do, uh, closes the uh, another door that is inside of the airlock, almost like a triple seal, and brings you up to this room. Uh, you realize that it is actually just a moving platform rather than a fully contained uh, elevator box uh, as you are put into this room and the floor of the... I guess it's more like a dumbwaiter um, merges with the floor of this room. And you are once again in darkness, but you still have your glow rods. The air in here is heavy. It reeks of ozone and oil. Uh, It is silent except for the uh, strange machine humming. Kiyama, can you help lead us to the hate? (laughs) I just turn and look at this droid, and I say that like in her head. She's like, this fucking droid <laughs> she is not pleased with the situation how I do want to I will ask the god of the universe mm-hmm. is uh, I feel like this is something that she would is it the feeling strong enough for her that she would need to roll to see if it's something that she could willingly walk towards and be like yeah I'm gonna lead people here or is it like so much of a like no I'm not really willingly going along with this. Yeah, I do need you to make me a cool roll. Okay. Alright. It 
is not so much that, I mean, yes, you're mad at VC20 and probably everyone else, um, but it's more like, it, again, I want to liken it to accidentally brushing your hand against a hot pot. Uh, it's the, the, the rejection of, you know, exploring it or yeah, like, uh, I don't localizing wanna... it. I don't want it's, to touch a hot pot. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, but it but it's also it's so reflexive. Like you just your mind keeps jerking away mentally. It's like you can't bear down to focus on where exactly it's coming from. I mean, I can point you and tell you if you're getting hotter. I guess I don't know where it is. It's just here. Like, I don't I don't really I can't get a grasp on it. I just say. Just, keep moving and I'll let you know if you're if it starts looking any more cohesive understood thank you you're welcome and she's still gonna stay at the back of the party she doesn't want to lead <laughs> sure but she'll just be like point out like eh, it's more of this way and but let someone else be the person going for it okay I think uh, can everybody... I'm sorry go ahead Chris uh, he's going to lead up the front okay yeah, ticket's slow moving through here. It's uh, smaller than a lot of maps, but uh, you're free to move about as you deem fit. This right here is just a low guardrail around the elevator, or the the, the dumbwaiter edge. It, um, it's two feet high. It's not an actual obstruction. If you guys don't mind, uh, as you approach that point, uh, could you all give me a perception, please? And I do want to say Hiyama has her blaster rifle out. She mm-hmm. is prepared. Um, and Mia definitely also has her blaster in hand. Okay. You said perception? Yes, please. Alright. Uh, you guys are mostly just moving around, kind of I'm not saying aimlessly, but slowly, unable to really see much in the darkness or hear much beyond the slowly growing louder humming. Uh, Kiyama, you think that you see something up in the distance uh, to the north and the east. You're not quite sure, but as soon as you try to focus on it, it's gone. Is it, is it like more of an item or object or just there was something? I don't know what it or it was a person. Like, it was almost like movement. Brian, okay. why? My lights are out. <laughs> 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 no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm going to have Star Wars nightmares tonight. There's... Okay. Um, this portal that you can see um, because it does, I mean, there's no other word for it. It's a giant circle uh, or a giant ellipse uh, 25, maybe 30 feet high. This uh, reaching almost to the roof of this structure, the ceiling of it. And it has within it a glowing nebula of it almost, it almost looks like a gas or a liquid, a slow whirlpool in the center. I'm going to need a, zen, a xenology roll. A what? Xenology. X-E-N-O-L-O-G-Y. From everyone? Yes, please. Oh, boy. Uh, Lumi and Eshka, you realize this is... It's not made of, but it looks like it's been repaired with uh, hunks of the dead crystal. Uh, you can see its translucentness, uh, but you can also also see how heavily metallicized it is. Uh, it looks as though the crystals that have been sacrificed in whatever weird procedure that uh, Aramia was required to participate in 
uh, have been used to repair the edges of this thing. Wow, that's not creepy at all. Uh, this is also a very stressful uh, realization for you, Lumia. Um, I say it rattles you. I'm going to tax you one strain. Strained. I'm real strained, y'all. Um, also, I should note, Brian, I purposefully went up onto this ramp. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have my back to a wall as I am looking at things. Yeah. Does the uh, creature inside that's been repaired with crystal, does that seem like it's moving in any way? The creature? Yeah. Uh, there's no creature. It just looks like there's um, lit gas or plasma or something like that uh, in mm. in the center of this portal. Oh, it's a cool portal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as the four of you are standing, staring at it, a woman steps out from the shadows. Oh, no, thank you. Uh, is she up on the ramp with us or is she down below? Uh, she is down below. And she's... Yeah, just uh, she looks at you and she says or I think she looks at Mia actually uh, kind of ignoring VC20 and she says beautiful isn't it you and I have different definitions of beauty as you will I think you have to leave though not until you leave them be she cocks her head um, and the the light catches her face for the first time underneath her heavy black hood uh, VC20 and Mia you can see that she has some sort of mask on like reflective um it has hollow eyes uh and like a triangular portion over the nose and mouth and she cocks her head almost as if listening and looks up again and she says in a entirely different voice um no longer coquettish or you know teasing just come out here Get out from back there. She's look, she's looking past you now, even Mia. And Mia's just going to kind of square her shoulders and like not take out her blaster, though it's like definitely like I think one of her hands is like definitely drifting towards her her holster. But like she's sort of sort of taken on a power pose, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's Real squaring her shoulders like like so her legs are prepared, like spread and bent. That sounds sounds really wrong but you know what i mean um and she's like ready to fight i would like to say that to this um scary person who has appeared i'd like to understand your intentions what is going on here uh she turns her head towards you vc20 and um her hood falls back uh you can see that it is a purplish skinned uh twilight woman and the uh, the mask on her face uh, covers all of it. It almost sweeps back into like her head tentacles, um, but it completely obscures the nose and mouth, and uh, it does not cover her eyes at all. It's like it looks like it's been form fitted to her, uh, and it's made out of the same um, grayish, decayed. Uh, it's made out of the same like crystal corpse as the portal has been repaired with. Ooh, and, that's creepy. and she says, I'm fixing this droid. Tell your master to get up here and, fr- and face me. Uh, can I Can I hear all of this? Yeah. Um, uh, Esther, <laughs> since you're actually around the corner, you can give me a stealth. <laughs> I was, de- if, if I'm stealthy, I was definitely about to blow it. But you know what? No, I probably wouldn't do that. No, you know what? I would. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, man. That's a- <laughs> That's really good. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, 
tax you one of those successes, take you down to three, because I should have removed that blue die before you rolled. That's um, fine. You still have a three success stealth, uh, and you can recover um, one strain because you realize that you're very safe right now. That's rough, because I was about to get big mad about her being droid, racist, and yell from around the corner. <laughs> you, you, you can still do that. Um, I mean, oh, I'm might... going to. I'm going to. It's just, okay. it's a shame with us with a roll that good. Um, hey, you got some strain back. It's true. Um, from around the corner, I just yell, uh, he is the master, you xenophobic bitch. Okay. I don't know. And... What, what would be the right, what would be the right word for uh... prejudice against droids? Uh, that's uh, maybe robophobic. Okay. Luddite. Yeah, you luddite. Luddite. <laughs> can, can I please yell? He's his own master, you luddite bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so you have strong feelings about droids, droid sovereignty. So you've uh, taken us to a PG thirteen rating. Uh, Sorry. As, as, a, as a movie, no, that's perfectly fine. I can I can say jerk instead of bitch. Uh, that's okay. I'm going to leave it in the script. I like that. Okay. As, as you yell and VC twenty takes a few steps closer, she extends one hand. And a red lightsaber uh, leaps from its leaps from its hilt with the you know the signature hissing sound. It's a deep... <laughs> thank you for the thank thank you for the one note version of Duel of the Fates. <laughs> it is it is like a deep uh, ruby color. Um, very dark red would be the way that I would describe it. And she looks at you, VC20, she says, not another step, robot. I will stop here. I just went to introduce myself. I am a member of the Galactic Senate, representing the rights of all sapient species. Okay. That will, I think, I mean, that is a statement that would likely take anyone aback. Um, she is difficult to shock, but you can make me a leadership role, VC20. Good lord, can anything stop this droid? Uh, she is rattled, and for one moment her focus leaves whatever she's staring at that's back behind VC20 and Mia, or whoever... And she says, a droid senator? You, she, you have her attention now, VC-20. I am the first, probably not the last. What do you want here, droid? We have heard reports that some of this crystal may be capable of higher level thoughts. Uh, she laughs. Um, it's, it's uproarious, and she says uh, it's capable of much more than that. Uh, do, you do, do you really not know? Did your did your Jedi and your entourage not tell you? The crystal's force sensitive, Senator. Trying to think of what a good thing to say about that would be. Um, <laughs> I mean, she like, also just dropped a bombshell right there too. <laughs> yeah, that was that was like three bombshells in one sentence. I'm not sure that there's a Jedi in my company. Looks like there's a lot that you haven't been told, Senator. The crystal pairs this portal. It's old. Older than you or me, back from when Anoth was a whole planet. And I've finally gotten it working again. And I'm not going to let you interrupt me 
on the eve of my triumph. So, Senator, I'm going to suggest that you and that coward back there leave. And she, um, she does a sick lightsaber trick where she, like, twirls it around the back of her hand and spins it around herself. Can I roll cool to not be impressed? Yeah, please. It's a I'll really cool die. lightsaber trick, VC20. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that you take a strain from how cool that lightsaber trick is. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I will say, um, I, I do have a question. Yeah. With Kiyama hearing all of this. Sure. What, does any of it sound true? Or is she like, this person's just spinning lies? Or she's like, oh, I have no idea. I really don't know what's going on. <laughs> Um, so let me, let's kind of, uh, all of you can sort of try and put together, uh, what this woman is saying. Um, Kiyama, make me, actually, Eshka and Kiyama, you can both make me a lore test. Okay. Uh, Eshka, you feel really good about the results of this test. You can take two strain back. Uh, Kiyama, you're not sure what's going on. And then you realize, oh, of course, uh, Mia's probably just wrong. Okay, so like she's talking about she's she can Mia's tell that the... yeah, Mia's like Mia's Luke Skywalker's goddamn niece. Um, yeah, like of like of course she's just wrong, and she's way more force sensitive than she realized. Like that that's the only thing that makes sense to you in this moment. Uh, Eshka, you um, since you actually got a success, um, it suddenly dawns on you that like. Kiyama's been the person who has been feeling like the origin of this hate all along. There is a super evil lady swinging a lightsaber in a really cool way. Kiyama doesn't remember anything. Maybe she was a Jedi beforehand? Like, really softly, like, in realization, I kind of lean closer to Kiyama, and I'm like, I think it's you. And then I do a little, like, mind-blown <laughs> thing. I'm increasingly realizing that Eshka is basically a slightly less or a less aggressive and abrasive uh toff from avatar <laughs> i was starting to think more like uh mabel yes like a like a less less make frenzy mabel <laughs> like if you, put, if you put mabel. if you put mabel and toff in a blender <laughs> metaphorically <laughs> and then made, anyway. and then made them a kitty cat yeah <laughs> Okay, so you you both have these uh, conflicting realizations, and this woman uh, does this very cool light lightsaber trick that uh, frightens VC twenty ever so slightly, and <clears throat> she says, "Enough! Either you'll leave, Senator, or I will escort you out." And by the way that she says it, you can tell that she does not mean for you to actually be escorted out. So Kiyama feel like realizing that, oh, of course it's Mia. She's going to like step up next to Mia and it's just sort of mm. like a, and almost like in more of like, okay, I can like more of like, a, all right, let's, let's go. Our, we're obviously, we've outstayed our welcome here. I ask one question before we leave. You can ask whatever you want, Senator. What will you do after we leave? Well, I've reactivated one. According to the legends, there was a whole network of these. I will continue to mine these crystals so that I can continue to repair them, and my sisters and I can expand our lens. What are these portals? As you said, there is a lot I do not know. Telling you this is a courtesy, Senator, but I don't feel particularly compelled to tell you much more than that. 
you and your cowardly little Jedi can run back to the Alliance and or the Republic or whatever you're calling yourself these days and tell everyone all about it and I'll be long gone, as will the crystals on the surface of this planet. We're going to scoop this dry and we're going to reignite the galaxy. There's really not much you can do about it, so I don't feel bad at all telling you. Is there any way to power the portals that does not require crystals? Your two questions past your one question, Senator. I think I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And she lights a second lightsaber with her left hand and beckons with it. Uh, she is crouched in a uh, like a fighting stance. Um, two minions are going to come out of the shadows where they have been wait- waiting patiently. And uh, one of them is uh, moving to uh, take your arm, VC-20. Um, Senator, I think we need to go. These are these are uh, brown robed. Uh, they look like humans, uh, men or women. It's difficult to tell. The robes are large and shapeless. Uh, VC twenty. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Oh, um, I forgot. Oh, I was about to ask. Like, how literally do you mean take? Oh, um, like he's he's moving to seize you um, to try and uh, shove you out of this room, probably. Um, what do I roll to not do that? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you're aware of it. Um, you can, since this is sort of like an outside combat time situation, uh, I think I'll allow you to, um, I'll allow you to make a, uh, a vigilance VC20 to try and keep yourself, uh, free of his grasp. Okay. Um, so one of the minions has, uh, grabbed VC20. Uh, and he's turning to uh, walk towards you, uh, dragging the senator with him. The other is uh, Kiyama Mia Eshka. What are you guys doing as uh, the senator dragged towards you? I Kiyama's going to like turn to Mia and Eshka and be like, go on, get the lift ready. And I'm going to, still with my rifle trained on this woman because I mm-hmm. don't trust her at all. I'm going to just like kind of take his hand and is like I I and like kind of like almost like jerk him away from the minion as in a like you don't need to do that. Like we get the picture. We're good kind of Okay. That's what um, she's gonna try and do. Yeah, make an athletics game. I'm gonna make a secret. Okay. Um so he keeps his uh his grip on VC twenty. Um, but I am going to upgrade something. Um, he misunderstands what you're doing. Oh, dear. Um, so as you reach out, uh, he yells, hey, and um, he is stabbing at you um, with the knife in his other hand. Uh, it, it bites home. Uh, it's going to do four damage to you, Kiyama. Oh, minus my soak. Yes. Okay, I'm good. Okay. Like, I do have a question in that sense, like, if it does damage minus your soak, but I have four soak, so it doesn't do any damage, so it's just... Right, uh, it's, it slides off. It's it's like a, like a scrape, basically. You're okay. tough enough to take whatever's been dished out. Like, you'll, you'll still feel pain, but um, you're not okay. taking structural damage, as it were. Uh, and with that uh, misunderstanding, I'm actually going to have... I'm going to ask folks to initiate... Um, because oh there has been some confusion. Um, let me remind me how I initiate. So in this case, uh, nobody knew that combat was coming. Um, so you were just going to roll vigilance for me, and the people who uh, we are we are going to go in the order of the number of successes scored. 
Okay. Is it ready for us to roll? Yes. All right. Uh, so, Kiyama, you are the first to realize that uh, combat is going down. Uh, you've just been stabbed by this man, so that makes perfect sense. Uh, you have your blast rifle in your hand. What are you going to do? I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to shoot the man that is holding VC-20 that stabbed me. Okay. And I also want to yell, run, like, run for the lift! And that's my... Okay. That's what I want to do. Sounds good. Uh, so I'm going to set this up is you are going before him. Um, so even though he's just stabbed you, well, no, uh, we'll do it. We'll do a, we'll do this as straight up and down. I'll give you one bonus uh, because of how close you are in range and how obvious his silhouette is. At You're basically point blank. You're maybe two feet from him. Uh, remember that the squares aren't five-foot squares like D&D. Um, all of the distances in this game are very abstract, so, you know, people just kind of move places. Uh, I guess is the way to... The, the very unsatisfying way to describe it in auditory medium. Um, so you can make your attack. I have set up the dice pool for you. All right. Please let me have a success today. <laughs> it's still advantage. <laughs> oh, man. You, you rolled five advantage... And three threat. You did not generate any successes or failures, which is sort of incredible. Um, but you feel good knowing that you are defending VC20. I will say that you can um, use those. Um, you can spend both of those to recover one strain. Um, and I guess, is he still holding on to the senator? Uh, he is, yes. Okay. I'm going, even though I told everybody to run, I'm going to stay where I am until he's able to run them bodyguard instincts though all right uh this woman is going to run and she says typical jedi tricks and she's going to leap up um with preternatural height um you've seen your brothers do things like this mia and she leaps uh almost seven feet straight up from uh the the floor below the uh walkway that you guys are on uh, puts one uh, black boot on the railing and swings at you, uh, Kiyama, with one of her lightsabers. I'm going to spend a dark side point. So you guys have three uh, light side points in your destiny right now. Um, Kiyama, yeah. uh, before I resolve this attack, uh, give me a vigilance, please. Rolls tonight. <laughs> okay. Um... So you have gotten a success. That um, might be my first of the night, I think. Yeah, it's, and, and, that's, and that's good. Um, I will give you an opportunity if you want to immediately spend the destiny, uh, the, the light side point that I've just generated for you guys. Um, I will give you a... I will give you a very nice thing in return, but it will require the use of one of those destiny points. I mean, that sounds like a good bargain. You all okay with me doing that? Yeah. Of course. Okay. Okay. I will take the deal. All right. Okay. This couldn't have worked out better. So she, uh, after all those acrobatics, um, has only generated a threat for herself. And the reason being is that Kiyama, as the lightsaber swings in, it's almost as if time slows down. And you realize that there's no defense, that this sword is going to cut you in half. And somehow your terror at that realization just sort of dissipates until the 
blade clashes with a column of green light that's right in front of you. And you realize that there is a clattering and ringing in your ears. It is the sound of your rifle because you have dropped it onto the walkway. And you are now holding that silvery cylinder that that was in your ship in your hand. And it has a blade of green light coming out of it. Okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, but like, you know, it's like in the head, but at the same time, it's that cool. Like everything, it's like, this is oddly affirming. She's like, I got this. Like, it's a weird. Right. Your terror and the abject fear of being subjected to this hatred has suddenly washed away in this moment. And you have no real memory of how to work this thing or why it's in your hand, but you feel much more comfortable now having having it with you. And for no reason at all, you suddenly realize, like, no, I can beat her with this, like this. DC 20, uh, you are in the grips of one of the goons. Uh, the black-robed woman has leaped onto the railing uh, very close to you. Um, but it does seem like Kiyama has that, uh... Yeah, Kiyama all, of a sudden ha- Kiyama all of a sudden has a lightsaber also. Which, to be fair, is half as many lightsabers. Um... She did yell to everybody to run, <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, I don't think VC20 was really listening to that, though. Um... Remember, the droid's his own master, so... I love him so much. He's the best. So this guy that's grabbed um... What would I... Is he here because he wants to be here? or is okay with being here, or is he here because he is being coerced? The the minion holding you? Yeah. Um, he looks, given, given his robe and weapon attire, he looks much more committed to this bit than the bullied and cowering scientists. In the- but he just has, like, a knife. Yeah, he just has a knife for some reason. That seems a little strange, but uh, he's up against a wall. Mm-hmm. Can I shove him? Try to shove him against the wall. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, hang on one sec. Let me set the dice pools. Uh, yeah, give me, uh, give me. What's most appropriate for that? Um, brawl. Yeah, brawl is most appropriate for that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> VC twenty. You um, when you can take a strain uh, back, uh, you can regain a strain that I have taxed you in the past. Um, what is your uh, what is your strength VC20 uh my brawn yeah your brawn excuse me two okay um you slam this guy into the wall uh his grip on you uh releases instantly and he looks at you um looks like he like hit the side of his head on a protruding bolt or something like that he's got blood running down the side of his face and he looks shocked he just he just got cold cocked by a protocol droid. Um, he is going to uh, his his attention is diverted from uh, Kiyama and uh, his boss. He is going to attack you with a knife. Uh, he is going to succeed, uh, so he is going to also deal uh, four damage to you, VC twenty. I remember that uh, you soak with your brawn as well, and I don't know if you have any robot traits that increase that soak, uh, but you should Wait, take. Uh... So brawn goes into my soak. Yes, uh, your soak is your brawn, as it as its basic level, plus any racial traits that you might have. Um, like Wookies, I believe, get an extra soak uh, because they're so fuzzy. 
yeah, and, and and some armor uh, also adds to soak. Okay. Okay. Damage taken. The other fellow is going to uh, jostle past uh, the the two of you um, fighting on the catwalk and is going to attack Mia. Uh, he is going to fail. Uh, he comes in with the knife, Mia, and you dodge aside uh, fairly easily as he as he stabs at you. Cut that out, Rebecca. Stop quoting <laughs> quoting eighties dancehall songs and. <laughs> Shoot your gun, you Bothan miscreant. At least I didn't do it out loud. <laughs> it's in my have. turn. Um, made for better here's, a, here's a question. Can mm-hmm. I actually shoot anyone without shooting my companions? Yeah, so you're um, close. You're in close range. So ranged, uh, ranged weapons will have an extra uh, threat die. Um, okay. Almost as... <laughs> But uh, you are still able to shoot them. You are not, like, prohibited from it. Right. You run the risk of shooting someone else, yes. Is it... What is the wall next to us like? Uh, It is high. uh, It is a heavy steel that is about 15 degrees cooler than the surrounding air. Uh, It's almost as if it's the outside of some kind of um, super freeze chamber of some perhaps carbonite, galbanite. Does it have any sort of... Basically, can I climb up on the wall and, like, cling onto the side of it? Or is it, like, smooth? It's pretty smooth. Okay. Uh, there, there is a series of bolts around the edge and up towards the top as well. They're fairly far apart. Uh, you could attempt a... It would be very difficult, but you could attempt to climb it. You would basically just be pulling yourself up by these bolts with your cat claws. Uh, at that point, I imagine that would be hard enough. It would basically take my turn. Um, okay. I will take a chance. Can can I just, like, I'm, like, right behind Mia. Can I just, like, duck down and, like, shoot up at this guy from between her knees? (laughs) Yeah, that's, um, that's fun and appropriate. You, since you're not moving anywhere, you can also, Mm -hmm. you can also aim as a maneuver. So you can aim first and then attack. Let's do that. Um, the the aim would uh, ameliorate the uh, threat die. It's just that you can't also do that. That's fair. Okay. And then um, do I just roll ranged light? Yep. I okay. have the difficulty set up for you already. It's set? Perfect. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Failure with advantage. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the way I'm going to rule this is uh, you shoot into the ground. Uh, you miss... This guy, uh, you're trying to, you know, shoot between Mia's legs. Uh, it's not the best vantage point. Um, you don't hit VC20, though, and you feel really good about that. Uh, okay. So you can spend those advantage to regain uh, one point of strain, uh, but you because you are so relieved that you did not kill any of your friends. <laughs> uh, Lumia, uh, a, a blaster bolt comes from between your knees. That's, I'm glad that it didn't hit me. Um, I'm definitely going to fire my blaster. Okay. Because that's, I think I'm not, I think I'm going to fight it, point it at not, sorry, I'm really tired. Mm-hmm. Um, not at the lightsaber duel. That's, Lumia knows too much about how that shit goes to re- think that adding any kind of blaster fire to that is going to be useful. Um, so is VC20 still being held? Uh, no, he actually cold cocked the dude holding him. And knocked his ass against this uh, cryo chamber in the middle. 
Okay, so she's going to aim at the other guy. Okay, the one right in front of you? Yeah, that one. Okay. That makes sense. Where did my character sheet go? Did I close it? I probably did. Okay. Uh, would you also like to aim? Yes. Since you're not going anyway? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you are in less danger than Eshka is of hitting someone because, you know, you're not shooting from behind somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your aim is going to get you a extra good die rather than offsetting a bad die. Cool. You, I am ready for you to roll whenever. Boom. <laughs> okay. Oh, damn. Uh, Boom. So five successes. Um, so here's how I'm going to rule this. Yeah. Uh, you... This guy is dancing aside. Uh, he's just dodged uh, Eshka's blast bolt, and he's trying to keep out of the way of his boss. And you essentially just put your gun up to his chest. He's that close, and you fire. Yeah, I do. And he staggers back uh, into his friend and uh, collapses. And you realize that you've just killed a man. I have. And it's not fun. That is going to tax you a point of strain because yeah, I was gonna say I feel more stressed by that actually now that I realize that it's happened than I did before so yeah you felt you, you were like hell yes like it's like the adrenaline's pumping and then you see like his hood falls away a little bit and you see his uh weird scarred face and you realize that that's a dead man and you it feels man. bad yeah. it doesn't feel good it feels pretty bad actually There's no going back from this point no, there's no going back at all. And I think she's sort of just going to like, well, it doesn't really matter because we're still in the middle of combat, but mm-hmm. I think she's going to sort of have a little moment where she's like, oh, you know, like sort of that, like she's supposed to be a pilot. She's not supposed to be doing shit like this. Sort of sad feeling. This wasn't supposed to, be. I don't have the force. I'm not a fighter. Okay. Um, Kiyama, who yes. now has a lightsaber. Yes. Um, I am going to, you know, just keep attacking her with my lightsaber. My goal is to try and keep her distracted enough so that everyone else can run, which they have not yet done. Yeah. But that will be, that will be my goal. <laughs> instead, there, instead, there is point blank blaster fire erupting all around you and uh, VC20 is smacking a bitch. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed and I'm also just like, get out of here. Um. So, yes, I'm going to uh, lean into this instinctual knowledge of how to use this lightsaber. Okay. Um, make me a lightsaber attack. I am rolling really weirdly today, guys. <laughs> yeah, you really are. Um, she has, she does a lot of talking, um, and but she does have two lightsabers, and it quickly becomes uncomfortably apparent that she knows how to use them. Uh, she parries your blow and with one hand and swings at you with the other and okay and i I do have a question while like for my turn with that i know i am a fumbly bumbly Mm -hmm. normal person um but could i like slide under this raft to get or down to the bottom just to like get her away from other people like my goal is almost like try and get over somehow closer to the portal okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you still do have a maneuver left on your turn after the attack. Um, so you could use that to basically slide out and under the railing and land. Uh, give me, please, a an athletics to not get hurt as you slide down. Okay. You manage to uh, reflexively hit and roll. Um, 
you it seems like you've distracted her you ducked under her first blow uh she leaps over the railing uh with one of those extreme cool force user flips on the way down uh lands in front of you and is going to take another take a second swing at you uh with with her offhand right uh, that is going to be a success and threat okay uh, so how this is going to work is that um, her lightsaber strike is going to deal six damage to you, um, but it is going to ignore ten soak. So lightsabers work. Uh, so if you have less than ten soak, which I believe uh, you were just going to take six points of damage. Okay, that hurt. Yeah, you're still <sighs> acclimating yourself to whatever uh, knowledge led you to pull this out and defend yourself with first place. Okay. Uh, VC-20, the lightsaber fighters have uh, gone off the side of the railing. Uh, the guy that you socked is still there, but the guy who ran past him uh, has been dispatched by Mia. What are you going to do? Um, I'm going to glance at the man that just got murdered. <laughs> um, glance back at the person against the wall. Say that I'm here on a diplomatic mission, and I would prefer to keep it that way. <laughs> I'm going to flash my eyes during the second part of that sentence and gesture for him to hand over the knife. Incredible. Oh my god. Incredible. I love it. <laughs> okay, um, um I'm gonna I'm gonna give you um I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a uh advantage die since um since you have previously hurt this man and he is comrade was just dropped. Uh you can that's absolutely intimidation, I think. Is there no uh, way yes. around that? Incre- like, as a lightsaber fight is happening in the background, like, I would like for this to remain civil. <laughs> it's just um, perfect. Is that coercion on this? Yeah, coercion. Okay. Uh, you have knocked it out of the park with uh, three successes. And um, is, so the, the, this act is stressful for you to. Um, keep it all together, VC20. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tax you a strain. Um, but he just sort of like nods meekly. Uh, you can hear the, uh, dagger clattering as, uh, he drops it to the catwalk and he holds out his hands. Um, it takes you a moment, but you realize he's basically like letting you arrest him. Uh, if you have binders on anywhere, you can't, uh, you can. <laughs> handcuff him essentially um i don't think i have anything useful like that um so i'll just like gesture for him to like get out of the way okay uh he stands there i'll pick up okay you are now a droid senator with a knife eshka vc20 has (laughs) has bullied this man out of giving up his lunch money (laughs) kiyama is engaged in a lightsaber duel uh, with this woman in black, it looks like she is not winning it. What's your next move? Um, I would like to ping it. She, Kiyama does not look like she's winning, correct? Yeah, Kiyama just got yeah. hit with uh, one of the blades. Okay, I would like to blast at this lady, please. Okay. Uh, are you aiming first? Yes. Okay, I didn't know if you I'm were moving shooting into. No, okay. I'm shooting into melee, so I want to take my time aiming. You sight her up in between the uh, grid work of the railing that uh, borders this catwalk. And you can give me a ranged light, please. Oh, wow. Okay. 
All right, so the it, it is extremely stressful because you know that if you hit Kiyama, it could be disastrous, uh, since you know she's already facing down two lightsabers. You, so you uh, are gritting your teeth. Uh, you're going to take one strain, but you score a four success hit on uh, this on the woman in black. What is the base damage on your weapon? Five. <laughs> okay. After all that, so with yeah. five, with five as the base damage, um, you do one extra damage for each success after the first. Uh, so you're going to do eight damage uh, to this woman. Ooh. Zip. Uh, she actually lifts her uh, right lightsaber up as if to deflect it, um, and it does cant slightly sideways, but it hits her upper left arm. It looks as though she has uh, deflected some of the worst of it away from her, uh, but she's still been struck by it. You can see the smoke rising up from the ember edge of a hole in her robe, and... <clears throat> Her eerily flat, expressionless mask uh, does not even slip Eshka, but you can feel almost that same kind of hate that Kiyama's been feeling for an hour now radiating towards you. Ooh, creepy. Okay. Lumia. Yeah, uh, is also going to fire at her. You can give me a shot as well. Okay. All right. Um, With that failure, um, I am going to spend... How do I want to do this? I'm not going to do anything with that. Uh, you just miss, and that's going to be there is to that. I th- I, I'm having a difficult time uh, justifying why uh, this would happen as it was. Basically, you are in the same boat that Eshka was last round. You miss. Uh, you are just re- relieved to the tune of two reclaimed strain that you did not hit Kiyama. Cool. Uh, Kiyama, you are back up. Uh, blaster fire is starting to rain down from overhead. It seems as though uh, they have handled uh, the two minions that were up there and are now helping you uh, against the woman in black. Uh, she is, other than a quick glance at Eshka, though, she has been staring directly into your eyes this entire time. You can feel her, you can feel her anger boring into your soul. And then she hits you. Uh, you are starting to feel a little less confident about your faculty with this weapon that you weren't even, didn't even realize was a weapon or that you had or that you could use until about 10 seconds ago. Yeah. These instincts aren't helping out right now. Um, okay. Um, she's just going to like try and hold, uh, the lightsaber and I'm going to ask before I attack her again, have mm-hmm. we met before? And then I'm going to roll a lightsaber attack. And so much better. Oh. Yeah. There we go. There we oh. fucking go. Oh. Okay. So your uh, your lightsaber uh, bites home. You 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 aren't as graceful uh, as um, you, you, you feel like you should be more graceful, especially watching her having someone who's obviously very competent in front of you. Um, but you are, you know, incredibly strong and like physically, um, impressive, not to mention quick. And you do like a very crude feint, uh, with like a wide sweep that she, tries to deflect with her left-hand weapon, uh, and instead you yank back and just stab her right in the gut. Uh, She staggers back as it burns uh, a huge hole in the front of her robe, and 
you know, deep into her vitals. Um, but she, you can feel the hate radiating at you like a hundredfold, redoubled a hundredfold. And she brings both of her lightsabers up above her head and prepares to rain down that hatred onto you. Okay. <laughs> um, I am going to spend my dark side point now, uh, since I did not really, I, in that alternate timeline we briefly experienced, uh, <laughs> I also spent it. Um, but, man, uh, lucky for you, I am also not rolling great. Uh, so she is going to get back some strength, because that's a thing she is also allowed to do. Should terrify everybody. Um, but uh, she is once more going to do uh, that six uh, unsoaked damage to you. Oh, not looking great. Oh, I do have a question. Um, as mm-hmm. more of a uh, rules... Oh boy, I'm really not looking great. Um, uh, I have stim packs, which can be used on the fly. Could I use sure. them as a maneuver, or is that an action? That's an action. That is an action. Okay. Good to know. All right. Um, VC20, uh, turning... Uh, are you still keeping an eye on the minion prisoner? Are you paying more attention to the uh, lightsaber duel happening down below? I'm paying more attention to the lightsaber duel. That's fair. Uh, so is the minion, for what it's worth. Um, you can you can see Eshka, or not Eshka, you can see Kiyama get in a devastating hit on this woman, uh, but she, in turn, uh, r- rains down blows on Kiyama as well. Um, they are both looking awful, frankly speaking. Um, you say down there. How far below me are they? Um, probably about three meters. Uh, how far are Chondroids fall without, uh, like, taking serious damage? I will, I will say that it is more extended than for people. Um, nine feet's not, or, you know, three meters isn't that much for people in any case. I would say that it's not a concern for droids. Okay. Um, and this woman's focus is pretty heavily on Kiyama right now. Yes, very much so. I'm going to drop down and try to stab her with the minion's knife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, okay. You are really living up to. And as a reminder, you guys do still have your three uh, light side points. Um, so if Can you want I use to... one? Yeah. Okay. I will go with that. Rest of group, is it okay if I use a light side point? Please, please save me. VC20, you uh, go to stab her, and she hears your clank as you hit the ground. Uh, she spins 90 degrees, uh, knocking your uh, blade aside with hers, basically severing its uh, its blade in half. And she's sort of, uh, she's like perpendicular to you and Kiyama now. Uh, one blade of dark Sith power pointed at each of you. Uh, the minion is going to eat some popcorn. Eshka. Okay. So, uh, I'm trying to mentally keep track of what's happening, since so I can't VC20, see it anymore. Yeah, VC20 and 20 Kiyama, is now down there. Mm-hmm, and they're on either side of the woman in black. Uh, okay, well, I guess we can't just run for the ship, since now two of them are being big damn heroes. Um, can I try to shoot the lady again? Yeah, absolutely. Are you going to aim? Yes. Um, okay. how much trickier does it make it if I try to aim, like, a specific place to hit her? 
Um, it'll make it one trickier, but it will raise the damage. Okay. Would you like to do that? Um, yes. I'm trying to hit her in, like, the hand or wrist in hopes of making her drop one of her, <laughs> one of her lightsabers. Got it. Uh, go ahead and take your shot, then. Uh, so your shot has evened out uh, to perfect nothing. I'm going to say that your your blast goes just over her wrist. Um, you got a little too big for your own britches, and the uh, the, the fancy shot uh, goes wide. Lumia. A sharpshooter I am not. Not yet. <laughs> Lumia. Sorry, I forgot I muted myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to keep shooting. All right. Just going to keep on firing my old blaster that I got from my dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have Han's old blaster. That's fun. Yeah, I feel like he would have done that. He would have slid it my way at some point, or I would have stolen it. Unclear. Not doing great, though. No, you're not. I think I was, like, spooked by having killed a man. Like, yeah, you're, you, the, the having killed a man really rattled you. Yeah. Uh, so you hit VC-20 in the stomach. Uh, no. As a VC-20, you are going to take six points of damage. As uh, Mia accidentally shoots you. Sorry. Does Soak work for this? Yes. Mm-hmm. How much damage? Kiyama, you're not taking anything. VC20 oh. is getting oh, shot. Oh, VC. Okay, I was about to say. Oh, gosh. All right. <laughs> you sounded so tired. <laughs> All right. Kiyama, you are now up. Okay. I am looking very rough. Um, yes, you are. But so is she, and you have more help. Okay. I know, but she's after me. Um, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna take use uh, the first round of my stim pack, which will give me five more HP, and I need that desperately. Okay. All right. So you so. you opt to not attack, uh, but instead uh, heal yourself. Yeah, heal myself for five, so it takes me back up to eleven. Uh, her eyes narrow, and she says. That won't do you any good. And she is going to... And I'm out of dark side points. I hate it when I'm out of dark side points. <laughs> uh, she is going to attack you once and VC20 once. Uh, so, Kiyama, this time you are going to take eight points of damage as the uh, as the lightsaber cuts into you. I'm glad I did that because I would have been at zero if I had not. So, Are you still conscious? I'm still above my... I haven't gone like I have three okay. HP left, so I'm still. Wow. I forgot. I forgot that you're really tough. Yeah, and I'm still <laughs> just barely holding on. <laughs> I am. I am really mad because uh, I only got one advantage there, and then I rolled four advantage on VC20's hit, but I n- rolled no successes. Um, so VC20, you are actually staggering back from uh, Mia shooting you, and where you were occupied, uh, like you can feel uh, the heat from the lightsaber swinging down. You would have been cut in half if Mia had not shot you. That is very Star Wars. <laughs> also, uh, like that makes me feel so much better about having shot you. Mm-hmm. You saved his life. I did. It just cost him some hit points. Uh, VC20, you have the uh, the broken uh, dagger in your hand still. It still functions as a dagger, so you can still use it that way. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of what I gotta do here. Okay. Uh, you feel good about the miss. Uh, you can recover another strain, VC20. But other than that, you aren't able to find purchase. Uh, the minion is still enjoying his popcorn. Um, 
Eshka, you are now back up again. Okay. Um, Still shooting? I guess so. I think that's the most helpful thing I can do right now. You're just being a, being a little turret? Nobody, nobody's <laughs> moving. They're just firing, firing, firing. Well, I can't, like... <coughs> they're down there. We're up here. So much work the to late, go down the, there. Well, what am I supposed to do if I get down there? I don't know. Physically drag them back to the ship? Be a little gremlin? <laughs> Alright, uh, you are sure that your shot would go home, Ashka? Um, that you, like, you just aim nice and natural right for center mass. And, uh, the, the sword with which she almost just killed VC20, uh, but instead completely whiffed on VC20, uh, whirls back around and she deflects the blaster bolt away. Son of a bitch. Mia. <sighs> you guys still have two light side points yet. We forgot about that. I'm going to just keep on firing my blaster because mm-hmm. um, that's go all I got in my brain right now. Yeah, go ahead and take another <laughs> shot. An activity. Ooh, that's no fun. Uh, two. She's going to be unable to deflect it. Uh, and that is enough. Uh, Mia, you, after, seeing that Eshka's bolter, uh, seeing that Eshka's blaster shot was deflected, you aim in a different spot. Too difficult to deflect and you hit her right in the chest. And she falls, crumples, uh, her red lightsaber scattering across the floor. Mm-hmm. She is, she has been downed. Yeah, she is. And Kiyama, you feel an enormous tension release as she begins dying. Uh, the it's, it's as though the air in the room is suddenly breathable. Like, you take a deep breath again. Um, okay. As she's dying... Is she, like, able to talk, or is she just, like, pretty much dead? Uh, she's reaching upwards, clawing. Um, she's, like, grabbing at your leg. I'm going to, like, I want to kneel down, and I want to ask her, how do you know? She, um, it doesn't seem like she's actually able to talk. Um, she's whispering something that you can't quite make out, or at least her mouth is moving. Uh, but she just points at the uh, your left hand several times, and then she points me at the portal and dies. And that is where we will leave off for tonight. Oh! Oh, damn. Yeah, no. Okay. Oh, boy. Good night, everyone, and thank you. Good night. So much fun. Bye. Yeah. that like two of the beings in this story are like in these heavy angsty plot lines eshka is just having a delight seeing other places of the universe <laughs> and like discovering things and vc20 is discovering what it means to be violent and <laughs> it's just I mean, amazing <laughs> i think he's secretly relieved that he missed with the dagger um but he's he's looking at this like a math problem and you know a little violence now will prevent more violence later. It's an investment. Yeah. <laughs> in the violence uh, market. An investment of blood. <laughs> <laughs>